On this week's Third and Forever, Kevin and I discuss Week 7. Then we get into our segments, Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and Preview Week 8 with his Part 2 of the Vikings-Packers. And end things as always, our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third and Forever Football Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Honest, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Olm. Kevin, how are you doing? Um, better than last week. I would imagine. Yeah, uh, can't complain too much about, about that lot. How, how are you, given that you got a nice little reprieve from... I, it was it was nice having... Grant, I'm getting... No, I don't want to say that because I'm, I'm never relaxed when the Vikings play, but... I'm getting, it, it was nice to have a Sunday and just a whole week where I'm just like not worried about, you know, my taking up three hours of my time being upset or stressed or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was nice. Bye weeks are nice to have in there, especially seeing Dalvin got banged up um, in the... Seahawks. Seahawks game. Yeah, God, that feels like a million. Years I know. Ago. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, except for uh, Sunday night because Seahawks had back to back for their games. They had back to back Sunday night games because they, they got were flexed off. into prime time. Yeah, and they got yeah. flexed into prime time. Um, and it they Al Michaels and just constantly reminded it about the Vikings Seahawks game, especially because that game went down to the wire, which we'll talk about probably spending a good chunk of time on that. But that that's that's a silver lining for like I know that that's annoying to hear for you because the game just happened. Yeah, I'm just sitting here glad they stopped talking about the six or seven times that the Seahawks beat the Packers in extraordinary fashion. <laughs> they didn't they didn't reference the fail Mary. They didn't talk about the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean like everyone that the Seahawks do this so much. But now like that, in those like, but in those games specifics. in those games there's like specific things that happen. Yeah, so like. That's why it's like those are brought up, I feel like. And those are like playoffs, like anytime you're going to have But I that. feel like the Seahawks do this so much now. Like it was still new they, back then. They never play a normal game. Yeah, they and can't. Then now it just all meshes together into like, this yeah, isn't even no, like a weird Seahawks game. It's just a game. It's literally just, a year ago, a year ago, um, Kevin Clark from The Ringer, he tweeted, it was like almost, it was just over a year ago. I think it was like, because he has it time stamped. I saw it so many times on Sunday where it was, it was like 10 19 19 I think was the date and it said like he goes the Seahawks have literally never played a normal game it's true and like it it's it's evergreen i mean this thing it, it they don't they cannot play a normal game and like i don't know if that's good or bad if i was a fan it'd probably be more probably good because they win a lot of those games but at the same time it's still like why can't we just crush someone and never have like this crazy Things that happen. I, I feel like it's got to be a Pete Carroll thing. Yeah, I, I mean, do you, yeah. do you just want to talk about the game with the the Cardinals and just get it out of the way since we're already kind of talking about? Yeah, it? Yeah, so let's just go right into it. So like this one was, I mean, it it was like it was wild. It was like everything I wanted in like a Sunday night. Like when I think of like Sunday night football, I think of games like this where it's just like 
for a while, like you're watching it, I'm like, oh, the Seahawks are, are rolling, you know, they're feeling I, good. I always believed. I texted you before the game, black uniform Cardinals. Yeah. There's something special. <laughs> you said, well, you said Cardinals by 30. I missed a decimal point <laughs> yeah. and then 3.0. And, and it, it was one of those games where, I mean, there were so many moments in it where you think like, this is going to have big impact on the end of it, which it did. I mean, it did. I mean, you look at the one that springs to mind is let's yeah, let's talk about DK, DK being um, a fucking maniac. And you hear his comments like afterwards there because he obviously got in, interviewed a bunch or asked about that a lot this yeah. week in practice for media time, and he literally like he says like, oh, I had no doubt in my mind that I'd catch him. Mm-hmm. Like he's like I'd. I, I knew I'd catch up to him. And it's like, and usually you're like, oh, that's so arrogant. That's so kind. It's like, no, but no, like the yeah. dude's literally a freak. Yeah. Like he's and, like the fastest Grant, man alive. He was like, <laughs> he was insane. tired for like the rest of the game. You can kind of tell me yeah. he had two for 23 in this game. He was getting shattered or shadowed by Patrick Peterson too, which didn't help. But yeah. after that, I mean, he sprinted like dead sprint, like a hundred yards, mm-hmm. like the whole length of the field, basically to make a tackle. And Buddha Baker turning around, just kind of glancing over his shoulder to see. I bet, like, Dude, kind of maybe that like, was if he could so hear some hysterical. fans, like, maybe, oh, and like, it kind of like something's going on. He turned around and you just have DK Metcalf at 22 miles an hour. I mean, like, he was 22.8 <laughs> miles an hour, yeah. he clocked it. That's insane. <laughs> and like, just seeing it happen. And, and, and DK is so much bigger than Buddha oh, Baker. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And, you know, I. It was one of those things where you're just like, okay, you know, he he's not, he, it's good effort, but it's also one of those things where that's why you pre- coaches always preach effort all the time. They don't mm-hmm. give up on a play because sure, you would think, oh yeah, but they're probably going to end up scoring anyway, surely at three. No, they got zero points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a full swing. I mean, like that, that literally saved seven and you know, I, was a I bad throw by Russell too. He had a couple. Yeah, I mean, not Ky- awesome. Picks. I w- I will say, yeah, in this one there there were some 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 bad throws that he made. And um, did you I, see the the one in overtime? Like, did you watch like a replay of that to kind of see what the defense was doing? Because the pick he threw uh, in under. overtime at the very end, they had everyone kind of crowding up oh, yeah, on the yeah. line, kind yeah. of feigning blitz. Yeah. And then everyone but, like, one dude dropped back into coverage. Yeah. And it got picked off by some, you know, linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. just the most it was, no, it, was, it was Isaiah Simmons. It yeah. was the rookie yeah. from Clemson who kind of was, people were, like, worried that he was not having a great year. He was, I think it's the seventh overall pick, I want to say. Um, and Or seventh or eighth overall pick. And he... Yeah. You know, kind of worried about the, making the transition to professional linebacker because he was kind of a hybrid linebacker well, safety he, in, in college. He, he, he was, was a freak player. Yeah, in college. he was he could do crazy he for wanted. Clemson. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm not disparaging. I, I think, I think Russell Wilson. I think both quarterbacks played great. Like, yes, three interceptions, three interceptions. Um, both quarterbacks played great. We got- some like those throws that he made. Yeah, I mean, to, especially to Tyler, the Russell Wilson the Ru- Tyler Lockett connection is like stupid. The Russell Wilson moon ball cannot be dude. It's it's unbelievable it's how he drops insane. it in there like that. Like he, it's unbelievable. He and- he places it where you like you, you when he thro- and the thing about it when he throws it, you're like. 
that ain't that's not going to be it. No way it's going to like that's either way too far. That's just a sky ball, mm-hmm. and it it literally gets the guy in stride. Like he's Drops not like the bucket, he's yeah. not having to slow down. He's not having to like adjust to it in midair. Like it's perfect. Well, and you could see on a couple of those that he would throw to Lockett. I saw a couple times where Patrick Peterson's on Lockett for that play. Yeah, with I mean airtight, maybe even a little pass interference. You know, level coverage. Yeah, and it just goes an inch past his fingers, and they, you know, they fall down afterwards, and they both get up, and he's going, "What do I do?" Yeah, like he is a premier. Oh talent yeah, the as first play of the game. Back. First play and, of the game. Because I remember when you texted me, you were watching mm-hmm. a stream. Yeah, you literally texted me like, as the game was starting live, 30, yep. like Cardinals by thirty. They're in their black unis, which I love their black uniforms. So good. Um, I wish they went black pants too. Uh, and but either way, you can't go black helmet I'm, because I'm, the NFL is stupid I'm, rules. I'm not a big fan of the jersey and pants same color things. I don't know why. I, just, I like it I when it's like it. dark colors. I don't know. Like you, I like the, so all you black. don't like the Seahawks neon crap though that they do. No, I, and their grays are terrible. Their grays are bad. They yeah. have. I like their normal uniforms, but the all neon and the all gray are just terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. I think it's very college-y looking. And I also, also don't like, like when the Cardinals do all baseball. red. Because they look like those bodies at the Science Museum with no skin. Yeah, red's a, red's a, bit, red's a bit bright. But yeah, I don't know. I think much. like the all black, it looks really clean. But mm-hmm. either way, like what, I, what I'm what i saying is like, yeah, that first play, he threw it connected to him. Peterson's in the perfect spot. He can't do anything better than that. No, there's nothing, there's, there, there was no mistake made. No. And I also want to point out... Um, how the hell did the Vikings only hold Lockett to five catch or four catches for forty four yards? I don't understand. I'm like Maybe he like said something mean to Russ that day <laughs> and he was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to DK. Well, because like yeah, I mean like he, he usually is a seven, eight, nine catch guy. That's, that's how Lockett goes though. It's ridiculous. Like two or three games out of any given season, he will just completely disappear. He's like a yeah. frustrating dude from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, he just, just like goes just based on how our defense is this year. It's like that was just shocking. Everything you get like this, like that's a game he should have had against mm-hmm. us. Like Jesus. Um, I, I got a dumb question for you. Yeah, is DeAndre Hopkins bad for Kyler Murray's development because he can just huck shit at him and it doesn't like the Deshaun Watson effect where like <laughs> when when inevitably Kyler has to play a game without DeAndre Hopkins to throw to, he's gonna be like, wait, what do I do? Like. You you mean I can't just kind of airmail this and you know have someone just the one of the best receivers in the NFL go up and get it like no just because I'd say he still can he still converted twenty four of thirty eight yeah two, no, I, for like two sixty I'm mostly kidding about yeah. that but did you see the highlight where Kyler like before he threw the ball he saw single coverage yeah he's like literally he like laughing smiled like a little yeah. kid and just already knew yeah. that it was like a forty yard touchdown and I will say so I wasn't. Maybe because I haven't watched too many Cardinals games, just because they weren't good last year. Um, so this is like one of my like I, I'm all, I'd only seen him really in the prime time, but Kyler Murray is really good at football. Really short, um, really short. And I one thing I noted I noticed about it like when he's running around like he's so fast and in the open field like he looks everything about him when he plays like in the pocket in the open field he looks frantic like he looks like he's about like fall over, doesn't really know what to do. So small, yeah. And so, but like he, I, I, like I think he just the game. I think it's already pretty slow to him, mm-hmm. which is like crazy. But it's you know it's not that crazy in the, in a world of the Mahomes and all that. And 
all these new kind of young quarterbacks that are making that jump so fast. And I don't, I, I, I think Kyler is, you know, he's smart to mold his game after Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, he's more naturally athletic than Russell Wilson. So he gets, he can probably be a little he's, bit closer to like. even shorter than Yeah, Russell well, was. absolutely. <laughs> Russell's not tall. Russell's like 5'11", 5'10", or something. Kyler's like 5'9". Yeah. Um, and so with Cleeds, maybe 5'10", but it doesn't matter. Big it's all relative. Six. And so I, I will say that interception he threw was really bad. Mm-hmm. That was a terrible miss. Like it was yeah. way over the top. I, I don't know what he was seeing, but whatever. Maybe he couldn't see because it was lineman. I don't know. Um, I, I just think like he, I think he's going to be really good and like, for a while. For a while. Like, mm-hmm. he's really fun to watch. And he's smart. Like, he doesn't take hits. Like, he's he's good at avoiding the contact. And, like, he's... I don't know. He's, he seems like he's a really, really good instincts. He's got the best slide in the NFL. He's pretty yeah. good arm talent. Yeah. Pretty good, you know, like, intelligence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as long as he can avoid being on the cover of Madden like Lamar, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Ravens this year... It's hard to come off of a fourteen win season though. I mean, like, it's hard. It's hard to come off, but like now he can't even like throw the ball. Yeah, so, it's been I don't, bad. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, all right. Um, I still think both teams are really good. It's kind of a bummer that we're not <laughs> honestly that we're not going to get all four NFC West teams in the playoffs because I think I, I still maintain that the Rams and the Niners are semi fraudulent. I don't. I don't. I, may have I don't to think eat they my are. words when we play the Niners. I, maybe the maybe their offense is at times, but I think the Niners and their. I, I just state, think I just think their their play callers are way too talented, and their, their defenses are really good. Their play callers are way too talented. The defenses are pretty good, uh, and I think the Niners are. I mean, it's, less gonna, it's all going to hinge. They're injured. It's going to hinge mm-hmm. on Garoppolo and golf on Goff. Yeah. Ultimately. And that's I mean, where like I that's... think that Goff is a clear upgrade from Garoppolo. Yeah. He's Goff is an amazing, but I think he's. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I think I think so too. Just objectively, a better quarterback. Yeah, it's all going to come to health, I think, for the Niners. But yeah, either way, this division is, I think, clear cut best best division in football, top to bottom. I think. I mean, this these all four of these teams. I don't really see a huge because, like, my my thing was like the Rams are probably the worst of that coming into the season, and like they were. They, you know, if if any of these teams were in the NFC East, they go twelve and four, f- like minimum. Oh, at least, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go into your game, Packers Texans. I kind of I was flipping between this and the Steelers Titans. Um, be with them both. Beat the Vikings being on bye. Both these games are available in in this network here. Um, I have Sunday ticket, but. It was easy. So I couldn't really watch both of them at the same time. I had to flip between. So do I. Kind of. Just a little <laughs> bit later than you do. Um, I mean, so I don't really know what the Texans. I didn't I didn't give them a shot in this game that much. Um, not really. And I really didn't give them a shot when they decided just to do single coverage on Devontae. Single coverage Especially with Aaron Jones out. And if you watch that, they had a safety in the back, you know, uh, towards the other side of the ball, and he went even further away from Devontae yeah. at the snap. But at the same time, Devontae gets his yards and receptions and damage doing crossing routes and out routes and, like, corner routes. Like, he's not really, like, a street guy. He had that one where they blitz and he caught, he beat the guy. It was a great throw, well, better he, catch. He he runs fades in the red zone yeah. really well, but but the, it's the misdirection is what gets him is how he gets the the way that he gets production. open. 
he thrives in man coverage yeah. and he destroys guys off the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, his route running is pretty decent, but his start, yeah, his, play, his release, his release on the line is, is really, really good, fantastic. And you could see that play. I mean, that guy was six yards behind him. Yeah. Rogers underthrew it. He still got away. You know, yeah. like yeah. I mean, it was really good to see him back. It was really good to kind of. You know, he he was back last week, but everything fell apart, and so you you didn't really get you know the Devonte show like you were hoping for. Yeah. Um, let's see. On notes here, I have thank God. So we we recovered. We didn't spiral. That's it's good. Yeah. Because I mean, the Texans aren't a good team, but they're not like the Jets. What? You know, like yeah, you can lose one to the Texans if you fall apart. Yeah. Um, I like sitting. Our injured guys. I like playing it safe with guys like Jones, guys like Devonte earlier in the season. You know, it shows that they're really trying to think ahead and keep everyone healthy for a potential run. And I mean, Jamal Williams, not a bad running back. He's pretty good. Yeah, and we didn't really need him that much anyway. You know. And uh, the last thing I have to say, Jair Alexander is a fucking phenomenal cornerback. His last three weeks against Calvin Ridley. Mike Evans and Will Fuller, he's allowed one target, no catches. We'll have his hands full this weekend. But yeah. Yeah, he that's, will. Those are, that's, that's a really good. That's what you want in your that's third year guy. That's what. Mm, I think he's in third year. Uh, I can't remember if he's second or third. But I mean, as someone who watched the Packers draft like 50 fucking thousand corners. Yeah, it's a, really nice to see one of them turn into an actual success. Yeah, he's in the twenty eighteen NFL draft. Yeah. So, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's all I really had. Rogers got the mojo back, and you know, we'll yeah. see. I mean, like he didn't have to do. I, it's it was one of those games again where it reminded me of um, the Falcons game. Like, you know, where there just he, wasn't a lot of urgency. There wasn't. Well, because like he wasn't sacked. You know, it was obviously nice to see that after the week before, mm-hmm. where he was sacked four times, hit for like 13 or whatever it was, or 16 or a crazy amount. Um, you know, and it, it's it's a game where you, like, I guess you would like to play better against, like, Tampa was by far the best team you guys have played this year. Yeah. And you would have liked to that be a closer game. Yeah. And I mean, it, like, but Tampa, Tampa you is still the concerning. teams you should beat. But so that's yeah. what you can only do. You can only control what you can control. Because what I was worried was a lack of bounce back here against an objectively bad Texans team, right. which didn't happen. So I, you would have liked, I think, maybe a little bit of kind of keeping the foot down uh, in terms of defensively, where yeah. you know they ended up getting twenty in the second half, which I mean, they, isn't they keep an ideal. The foot down, but, but the thing that I like about Lafleur after. Years and years and years and years and years of uh, Mike McCarthy. There is a concerted effort when you get ahead in games, which is you know what they've done four of the five or five of the six rather weeks this season. Mm-hmm. They get ahead by you know multiple scores, and there is this balance of we're going to keep trying to get yards and drive and get touchdowns and score and get first downs, but we're also going to run the ball yeah like a good amount because Mike would go up. And he would just inexplicably like run once and then pass twice and take twenty seconds off the clock on a drive that goes three and out and give the ball right back. Like they are constantly having the clock running. I mean, I think the, it's just the worst thing—the worst thing to do is 
pass on first down incomplete and you run it on second down get a yard and you're like third and nine yeah that's the mccarthy special and so i i really like just the general feel for play calling and not being stupid with the clock which is a low bar but there it is randall cobb uh, had a good game randall cobb had a good game which warmed my heart he had a nice little reunion with rogers and with Devontae, and i'm sure jordy was on the farm somewhere watching and you know, he doesn't have TV. He, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. He probably saw it in the newspaper the next day. You know? Also, um, as weeks go on, uh, I'm sorry for Texans fans because David Johnson is what you have instead of DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, yeah, and thing. he's been terrible. I mean, but everyone saw this coming. Like, right. they didn't have their hopes up for David Johnson. Right. I just I think it's just they have no idea what to do with this, him. This season is a win for Texans fans because Deshaun Watson hasn't been hit by a bus yet, and Bill O'Brien's gone. Everything else is just gravy, you know. That's yeah. all they can hope for. Yeah, and now they're just hoping, I guess, for I don't need what they need. I get maybe I don't know. It depends on where they are. Probably well, they need a receiver. That's what they'll probably take. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they, they they'll probably draft a receiver. Maybe if they can get. Um, Sewell from the offensive tackle from Oregon, but they have to be like... I was going to say, they need guys right to protect away. Watson, I think, because he's yeah. the future, but yeah. who knows. Um, all right, let's go to the Steelers-Titans. Uh, so this game was interesting because at half, I was like, shit. It's 24-7. Not great. Yeah. I was really not feeling great, so I have, as you know, I had Dak Prescott in fantasy football. He got hurt, obviously, so he's not on my team anymore. I I had Roethlisberger just, as my backup. Just cut your guys loose when they get hurt. It's, yep. it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Well, if put, we're not in put Dynasty. Put IR slot. We're not in Dynasty, <laughs> For so. For the whole season. <laughs> um, I added, I had Ryan Tannehill originally, and I dropped him, then I got him back. Uh, so I had both of them as my quarterbacks. And I'm like, who do I start in this game? I had Roethlisberger for the whole week. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know, you know, I, I, I'm turning into a Tannehill believer. I think he's going to have a good game. I was terrified. I was like, in the first half, I was like, oh, damn it. Like, I made the wrong decision because Roethlisberger had like 10 points in like the first five minutes of the game. And I was like, well, shit. But then it ended up, Tannehill ended up having a really good game, you know, yeah, for, especially against the defense he was against. I think Pittsburgh's probably the best defense in the NFL. Um, Pittsburgh's probably the best defense in the NFL. Titans at least the slouch, most, but no, at least makes the most their quarterback like the most uncomfortable. Like that that front seven, which or is, front four especially mm-hmm. is unrelenting. Which is hilarious though, because in this game, Roethlisberger was the one that threw three picks. I know. <laughs> yeah, and some of those were just stupid. Like he threw it in triple coverage against Ju- to Juju when it was like third down when they were only up by seven. Dude, but but bounce back game for Juju. He caught balls this time. Yeah. Um, also, huge friendship game. ended with Chase Claypool. Juju Smith Schuster is my new best friend. Yeah, that was interesting. Ch- Chase only getting one target for um, minus two yards. Yeah, it that's a that's a blow to his rookie of the year campaign, which he's got a lot of ground to make up if they're going to give it to a receiver. Um, uh, I, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, if your name is Ray Ray McLeod, how do you not just go by Ray? Who goes by Ray Ray? Uh, I never heard that name before this game. He's a receiver for the Steelers. Maybe because there was like two other Rays in the AFC North that 
He probably doesn't want to have. Uh, but that's not on the other team. It's fine. Yeah, but he it's like the rival. good Ray, you uh, know? I guess. The Pittsburgh Ray. <laughs> I don't know. The Steeler Ray. Yeah. He stole the name Ray. Ray Ray just sounds like a little kid. I don't know. It does. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry didn't kill anyone this week. No. He um, still had a decent But you week, know that but... was like the game plan. And I think with this defense is because of how much pressure they get. Is like it, any team that has this. Like, if you have a phenomenal pressure, like in good run block, like run game, where you're just winning in the trenches, it really limits what offenses can do against you. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Tam going eighteen of thirty, two twenty, two touchdowns, no picks. He's only sacked twice, so it's like that's a good game. And they should have gone to overtime. Goskowski should not have missed that field goal. Yeah, that's the other thing we should talk about. <sighs> Guskowski, it was Vinatieri last year. He was six for six on kicks against the Vikings. Yeah, and he was, he's been terrible. You look at the rest of his season; he's terrible. It. I don't know what we did to piss off the kicking gods of the NFL, but opposing kickers, I think, are still perfect against us on extra points and field goals. I think it's like 20, 20 field goals or like twenty for twenty or something. I, fi- I figured it out. You want to know what it is? What? It can't be because we've only missed kicks. The Titans have played six games this year. Yeah. Guess how many of them were inside? Uh, just ours. Just yours. Yeah, but t- but Goskowski's not an outside kicker. He kicked all the time and in, in. I'm just in saying his skills Foxborough. are declining, and so the weather is more of a factor for him in his advanced age, and so that explains why he went six for six in his only dome game of the season. Yeah, but it's just it's still. Even when we were like, I agree, it's bullshit. I'm like, just trying just, to find a path. It's just absurd. Like <laughs> that, but that that's like a perfect, another perfect summary of how the season's just gone for us. Where it's like literally, you know, one like plays here and there are are the reason why our record. I mean, there's other reasons. Like we got we had no shows against you guys, especially defensively, and against the Falcons and the Colts. You, you guys- I guess you guys. Our offense was fine. Like it was the defense that really was terrible. You guys which are the anti bears. Like it you feels the, like you it. have the breaks that go the other way. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just I don't know what we did. I I would think us beating the Saints in their place when no one gave us a shot last postseason would like only help us with the football gods because fuck the Saints and Bounty Gate and all that. I don't think the football gods hate the Saints as much as you think they do. Well, they really I'm not saying angry. they're right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't I mean, think it's a shared sentiment. I think there were several moments <laughs> that happened in their postseason history that they're punishing, being punished for. I think they just hate Greg Williams, and so they punished him once for Greg Williams. Now they're done. Another punishing uh, Jets lo- just over as, as long as Sean Payton's there. He got suspended too. Sean Payton should not be let off the hook. Sean Payton didn't. Sean Payton. And I'm saying this because might my, not have known my head what was coach. Going on. My head coach is literally like best friends with Sean Payton. They were on Parcells' staff together. They're like the offensive coordinator, defense coordinator. They, they literally get together all the time in the mm-hmm. offseason. So it's like I say that with like even then knowing that. But like I still hate Sean Payton. But fair. Um, fair and and it, it was a thing like the current, like I, I like Drew Brees and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I don't like certain players and all and what they did. But I don't whatever. like it with that smug birthmark on his face. <laughs> get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this game, I, 
I I don't think like yes the Titans lost. Nobody but lost this no, game. They're no, because like they be both the they both look really good. They're probably both gonna win their divisions. I would well, especially compare the Titans who didn't look quite as good, but their division is objectively much worse. But so like, they're gonna roll the thing out. I, the thing I like about the Titans is like I feel like they're just a team that's not gonna get blown out. No. Like they 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 were looking that way, but they find ways to get back into games. And I think that comes from Vrabel. That comes I think I, I, I think Tannehill has, he has moxie. Like, he... Oh, you're throwing the M word Yeah, out. like, he literally, like, he, that's what I feel like he embodies. Like, he has that. Like, he's he's like a Tex, Texan boy. He's got that moxie. Like Texan he, boy, the first, like, half of his career he spent just getting shit on by terrible the, teams. The Gase effect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I, I also, like, he played, he started, played receiver a little bit in, in college. At Texas A&M. And then when he came to the NFL, he was like, I'm a quarterback. And it, it was fine. He had a couple good seasons in Miami, but obviously when Gase left and he found his second home in in uh, Tennessee and see you later, Mariota. Whoever, is he still with the Raiders? I don't even Mariota know. Mariota is with the Raiders. I believe he's the he backup, got hurt to start the year oh. and now he's not hurt and I mean, he's still a backup. backup to so. um, but I, I, I just think like he... Him and I think he's like the perfect quarterback for Vrabel. Like I think he he fits that. Like he's a tough guy. Like he took a massive hit on the one where he like spun and he mm-hmm. just got rocked. But he pops right back up. I like I don't know. I think he's he's tougher than people give him credit for because he had some injury issues in Miami. But that's also because he was I'm, getting pummeled. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I think Ryan Tannehill is country version of Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is a city boy. And he is a country boy. And he's probably, you know, from a skill-wise perspective, I'd say Tannehill's a lot better. But I just yeah. look at his face now. And he's I'm definitely like, a lot more mobile and a lot more able to improvise and all that. Yeah. That's what I like about Tannehill. Like, he, when the play breaks down, that's, like, something I liked about, about Case. You know, like, when he was there, like, you would always, like, when the play broke down, he scrappy. kind of found ways. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's, that's our Case is scrappy. I think Tannehill has that scrappiness, but it's, like, actually, like, moxie because... He sustains like good level of play. It, scrappy turns into moxie when you're a starting quarterback and yeah, NFL and not guys. not just a, a backup <laughs> that can fill in if needed. Not just a guy who capitalized on a good situation. Yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, it was having the historically. Where is Case now? Uh, Washington. No. How is he not? Oh, no, like, he's not in Washington because he'd be he'd Cleveland. Be he's Cleveland. He's oh. back with Stefanski. So he might play this week. He play. He got in a little bit. Yeah. When Baker was out, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think this bodes well for both teams. Yeah, I'm not worried about either one. I think they're they're both gonna be really good. I would literally put them as two and three behind KC in the AFC. Yeah, I'd say that's probably pretty fair. I just haven't seen it from the Ravens against good teams. No, the Ravens are a huge question mark, and they were on bye this week, so we have less, you know, to work off of. We got a, we got a game where they can kind of shut us up a little bit we'll this week, see. which we'll they're get at to. Home too, yeah. Um. All right, let's go into some segments. Uh, performance of the week. Uh, Kevin, why don't you start us off? All right, performance of the week. Uh, my performance of the week, Johnny Hecker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams played the Bears. The Rams punter performance of the week. Let's go. Uh, yeah, well, he had five He is the NFC special team player yeah. of the week. He had all five of his punts in this game down inside of the 10-yard line. It was insane. a clinic to watch, and it was just like, 
you, you kind of lose track of that sometimes in in games where you know if you can pin them deep, especially a yeah. shitty offense like the Bears. That's huge. And he was doing that all with his helmet clearly way too tight. And he's like his forehead. He makes Peyton Manning's helmet look like Eli's, like he, a bobblehead. And he was punting it like watermelon style yeah. or whatever. Oh, like yeah. Holding it sideways yeah. and just, oh, it was, it was. The weird bounces and all that. It was fun. It was fun to watch. Because I guess, it, yeah, if you punt it end over end, it's gonna you keep could, going to You could have it like a kick and it would, it would have like, it could kick the wrong mm-hmm. way. But yeah, he was, my, he's insane. My favorite part of stuff like that is you watch like, I watch like a, a replay of all of them, you know, put together. And by like the third, fourth, fifth time it happened, like the Bears punt returner would just be like, you know, in the area watching and it would bounce straight up in the air and they come again. He'd go, damn it. I just don't, I just don't understand. Like if you're the special teams co- coordinator for the Bears, tell your fucking returner Catch the damn ball. Yeah, like, at, like after it happens like three or four times. Yeah, you like it's if you think it's gonna be a touchback, it ain't. And also Johnny Hecker is always a massive threat to throw mm-hmm. because like he actually has like a good arm. Uh and he's like complete his rating is insane. Like yeah. he always does that. Um So that's my performance. How about you? Alright, my performance, I give it to Kyler Murray. Uh, I already talked about it, but that was a I mean It's a statement win. That's a statement win. That's a that's a big win because that takes the pressure off of you having to get a win to split the series at Seattle later in the year. And so I, I think that's when you should win that game. And they did. I mean, it was... That was the first win that the Cardinals had over the Seahawks in their own stadium since 2012, I believe. Mm-hmm. Just insane. Yeah. And, you know, which is crazy because the Seahawks... Have had really good teams in the I mean, SCX and both, but the Cardinals. I mean, Carson Palmer when they when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, I think they were like thirteen and three. Like the Cardinals had some really good years with Carson Palmer a couple of years, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I give it to Kyler Murray 363 touchdowns. Yes, that one pick was bad, but you know whatever. He also carried it fourteen times, six seven yards and a touchdown. I mean. It's hard to beat a team when that guy when you have a dude doing that. Like, and he and, is so young. Yeah, he's very young. But that's my performance of the week. All right, Nathan Peterman Award. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, Todd Gurley. All, yeah, you, all he you took one. I, I had a backup, but I all he had one. to do was go down, <laughs> not score. For, for for those of you who don't know, so the Falcons are down three points. Yeah. At the very end of the game, I think inside of two minutes yeah. so at some point. I don't exactly know what time it was. And they're driving. They're definitely in, you know, gimme field goal range. And so worst case scenario over time. But they can kind of, you know, slow down now, try and milk all the clock they can and try and get a touchdown. No, it, it was with a, because they, they got the ball with like a minute. So, yeah, a minute oh four is when they kicked off. So he scored. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was first and goal. Um, first and goal at the 10 with a minute four left and literally he got, he got through clearly could have scored. He he busted into the second level and you could see all the guys in the Lions defense kind of like give up. Yeah. They're like, let him do it. Just let him go. (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it's such a, it's so much of a worse look to like do what he did in like Try to stop your body and dive yeah. sideways. Because he also, it's funny <laughs> because he also had a history of doing this 
where he mm-hmm. cost a lot of betters a lot of yep, money. It was a Green Bay game. Because it was where he could have scored, walked in, but he didn't. And he says it was for that, but it really just fucked fantasy owners as well as the over betters and like so, the spread so betters. It was already a meme. Yeah. And this time he does the opposite where he remembers at the last second, wait. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And tries to dive at a 90 degree angle and stop it's, himself. It's just and he's like. he's still going to touch down. It's just that when, like, the the best part is, like, him laying on the goal line, the ball's in the wrong, like, in the left hand, in his left hand, where it's, like, on the line, and he just, like, looks dejected on the turf. And you have Lions players that are, like, signaling, touchdown! Yeah, he's I've in. ever seen defenders <laughs> holding up their arms at the ref, like, yeah, yeah. Also, props to 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 what's his face, uh, Matt Patricia, for acknowledging that he cannot stop a team from scoring like in crunch time like that, where they just, need to limit just it. Don't tackle. Him. Yeah, he's like, well, our offense will do it, even though I'm defensive minded. Our offense will bail us out of this one. Matt Patricia lives to fight another week. Just to yet another example of the Falcons finding a heartbreaking way to lose. But hey, they have their win against us. So, congrats. there's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's my Nathan Peterman award. So my Nathan Peterman award, it's a guy that everyone was pretty excited about at the start of the season. Uh, Cam Newton. Ouch. Yeah, I him Nine of fifteen for ninety-eight yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, five for nineteen on the ground, and he got benched. For Jarrett, wait for it, Stidham. Ouch. I and, and you know the Niners' defense is no slouch, but it's not it's even not, like the Steelers or any of those. It's not last defenses. year's Niners' defense. They're depleted. Yeah, they're depleted with injuries, and I mean beyond just the stat line, you know, can only tell you so much. I mean, if you watch, you know, footage of the game, he yeah. looks yeah. bad. His throwing motion looks weird. Everything just I maybe maybe the Rona's sticking around an extra week or something in his system and he, he's having trouble out there. I don't know what's happening, but he looks terrible and the Niners just blew the doors off the Patriots in Foxborough. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, the dynasty is dead. <laughs> uh <laughs> all right. Um, I'm not going to comment on that. No, because, like, you know, they'll find ways. Um, I Belichick is still Belichick. But, yeah, Cam, not good. In the last two games, zero touchdowns, five interceptions. Not good. I, I don't – I think it's still the right call to make him – I mean, like – I think it was the right call know. to sit him. Oh, absolutely. I think, it's the, game, yeah. I think it's the right call to not start Jarrett Stidham next time. Yeah. Um all right, stock up, stock down. Uh, my stock up is the Bucks being the best or most complete team in the NFC, possibly the NFL. Um, yeah, my stock up was Brady, so that kind of goes right with it. I'm so going to eat some crow they, here. Yeah, yeah, they have the best point differential in the NFL, uh, the most, the highest scoring team in the NF in the, the whole NFL with 222 points forward. Um Obviously, bye weeks are in there too, but and then they're fourth in the NFC for points allowed. Uh, but so that it's that differential which is the the big key because that 
that doesn't change from week by week. Um, they are looking very, very good. They had a little, yes, they lost to the Saints week one, but week one had, I'm pretty sure Michael Thomas played week one. Um, different it Saints. Was, it was the only week he played. Yep. And and then the, the Bears game was, which that's, is an that's anomaly. That's a head scratch. But, that's, but yeah. that's also, the Bears have a very, still a very good defense. Like, let's not forget that. Like, it was a bad game for the offense, but the the Buccaneers' defense played great that game. Granted, the Bears' defense offense is kind of crappy. Um, that was the Nick Foles but, but every, game, every right? champion... What? That was when uh, Foles got put in. No, that was, was before. It? That was the oh, Falcons was the game before. when Foles oh, got put right, in. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, that, this was like that Thursday night game. It was game. the first Nick Foles game. First full Nick Foles yeah, game. Yeah, the first yeah. full one, yeah. Nick First full Foles game. And it was Nick Foles versus Tom Brady, so... Right, you know. and you know what that is. But I, I just think... That like they, you know, every team, like great team, has weird head scratcher games, and you know they're they're sitting five and two, um, and they're the offense is clicking. Like Brady's had an unbelievable, not even for just a forty one year old or however old he is now, forty two, forty one. It's like forty seven. But like just in general, like he is, he's getting up there in MVP talk. If if Russell had never won one, I I, I still think Russell's probably the is probably the front runner for it, but yeah, I mean, four touchdowns, one on the ground, which is a little misleading. It was a sneak. Yeah, yeah he but, didn't like scramble one in, but still. But that's what he does. He, he yeah. sneaks him in. Yeah, so five, he's the best five, sneaker in like NFL history. Like five, it's unbelievable. Five total touchdowns, yeah. three hundred and sixty-nine yards. Um, he's reestablished his connection with Gronk. It looks like. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess Tom Brady isn't completely washed. Um, I'll be back on my bullshit as soon as he has a bad week. <laughs> but until then, good job, Tom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Glad I got that out of you. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, if you look at how Tom did, you look at how New England did, he is, he's, he's a system quarterback. You can't even dispute that. I mean, look at how good the system did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got six points. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that that's also a big thing. Like Stockdown, Tom Brady is a system quarterback, but it's clearly showing he's not. That's okay. I, I've I've been on this take for years. I can sit a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So let's go Stockdown. My Stockdown. Uh, the entire NFC East. Uh. So the Cowboys made the the Washington Football Team look like a juggernaut on defense. I, I don't. I, I don't know how you. I don't know if in my life if I've ever seen a full division top to bottom, and like the the Eagles Giants game, we even talk about Daniel Jones falling over or falling down. Oh yet. my god! Because that was last that was Thursday, like years ago. So he it was the longest run without resulting in a touchdown it was since like eighty like, some yards. Yeah, it was insane. Eighty yeah. yard scramble. And he clocked it at like twenty one miles an hour, and faster than Lamar on his own. And he did like a vintage like little kid. Yeah, like you, you 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 outrun your legs and you just fall over. I feel like that that started happening like throughout and the whole football world after that moment. Mm-hmm. It like it triggered something where everyone just falling on their own. Because when you start thinking about falling, you're you're like, like, oh no! Yeah, you're like I hope my he legs. I was don't. like yeah. Last thing he's like. Just don't fall. Oh no! The, the look on his face in the slow mo yeah. was so relatable. Where he would like his brain was just like, 
I didn't plan for that. You know, like he, yeah. he had that play where he was like, I'll get like 15 yards yeah. maybe. Oh, and he's slide. all by himself and he's like, There's no oh, one near me. I didn't want this. <laughs> like, I just, and like, I don't know where they, no team, like yes, the Eagles won. I don't think either team wanted to win that game. It felt like. Or they were just like, they were trying to do what they could not to win. I mean, let me, the differentials in points for this whole division is Eagles minus 33, Washington minus 32, Cowboys minus 67, Giants <laughs> minus 52. I mean, terrible. <laughs> they're all terrible. They're all really bad. It's going to be really funny to see who gets to host a playoff game. Oh my gosh. Um, I still I still don't call for change the NFL format where it's like ba- basketball where it's just like seeds and basically it's divisions. It's just I don't like that. I like cuz norm this is in a weird year. This this is weird and I I, I think I would be in favor of like con- like there has to be one from each division but maybe they don't get to host. I don't know. But like it is what it is and Because like well everyone was calling for it last year cuz they were like Several teams that had better records than like the NFC team or the NFC East team or whatever. Yeah, there was good wild cards and good and wild cards. Yeah. But it's like one game, like no, because like schedules you, are always different. If like, you can't win a game against a semi mediocre team yeah. on the road, then well, you then you don't you deserve to be in the playoffs. Super Bowl four. Like, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna go to make a run. If like you, oh, if you don't believe you can win a road game, then you should. Which if you're bitching about is and if you're playing one of those teams because. If you're really good, you don't play the first week. Yeah. So the wild card weekend. So if you're bitching about that, then like you have to go on the road anyway. Yeah. So it's like, why can't you beat this road team? Yeah. Like if it's still so you're gonna be on the road anyway, you might as well beat a worse. I'm fine with the NFL for a better playoff format. I have yeah. no problems with that. Yeah, um, but this this division is just so, so bad. bad. It's so bad, dude. My, my stock down. Um, and it's Sunday night. Oh no! Oh, it's it's all. I mean, they keep getting primetime games too, which is a problem. They keep playing each other in primetime. That's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, I know. Like, well, stop it! At least they're playing each other, and yeah. not playing like real teams. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> um, my my stock down. Uh, so did you hear about the Cowboys' defensive coordinator? What happened to him? Did he get fired? No, no, it's so much worse than that. Oh, no. So Mike Nolan, yeah, um, he's the Cowboys uh, I I, air I quotes. I, t- I talked about him. Defensive yeah, a weeks ago. coordinator, yeah, whatever that means for the Cowboys. Yeah. He was on a Zoom call with reporters this week, and they were talking. And apparently, he was also eating, and he got some Tabasco sauce on his finger, and then rubbed his eye. And his oh. eye turned red, and he started crying, and he had to turn off the Zoom call. <laughs> could be worse. You could be caught, like, masturbating on it. Well, I mean, I That's so bad. How do you... I don't know how you're, Masturbating like, with Tabasco. But, I mean, like, either way. Like, you're like, man, I'm the Cowboys defensive coordinator. This couldn't get more embarrassing. Let me just enjoy my lunch on Zoom. Oh, Let me no. just cry in front of the <laughs> media. Like, literally crying. It's... Oh, I, it is no. it is a full on dumpster fire in Dallas. It's it's gonna be fun to watch. That's bad. All right, let's go into week eight preview. Um, okay. Well, should we start with the obvious? Yeah. So obviously, Jets, this, this, Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's the line on that? Uh, it's gotta be like thirty. 
The the line is nineteen and a half. That is, dude. Smash I don't know. The if, I don't know if I've ever seen a line smash the Chiefs the NFL on that high. That's a college line. That's yeah. The Gophers, by the way, this is pivoting Ugh. to the thing. We're nineteen and a half point favorites at Maryland, which is fair because Northwestern beat Maryland like forty six to three last week. Dude, we're so bad. It's with Tua's brother. Tua Tagovailoa is Maryland's quarterback. It's his brother, not Tua Tagovailoa. But his brother. I was gonna say. Like, well, we're fucked. <laughs> I was like, we are dead. No, there's no way. Um, oh, I also like how the over on that game is only 49. So they're like meaning that like Kansas City is just gonna. Yeah, they're like, they're like Kansas City like minus 21 and the over under is 21. Like, yeah, <laughs> you guys um, start gonna get to score. All right, so the main game obviously Vikings at Packers. Uh, so it'll be 39 degrees in Lambeau on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, no fans still. No fans the still. The entire Midwest is exploding with coronavirus. Wisconsin, especially, right? And Minnesota. Well, the whole Midwest. Wisconsin, Wisconsin football team going to burning on. Oh, yeah, you hate to see it. You really hate, do. You hate to see it that all three of your quarterbacks are hit. It's Uh-oh. just, oof. Well, um, if it hadn't happened to one team, you know, the Badgers don't really need a quarterback. So. Yeah, right. Um, so. Green Bay's favored six and a half. That is generous. Um, over Gen- generous under, in which way? I'm confused. You generous in our favor. I think it should be more. I think I I would I would put this at like nine or ten. I don't know. I know. I don't want to sound like a dick, but like yeah, they. I think people are going to be smashing that line. Like they're going to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's saying you guys are going to be used by one touchdown. Yeah. No. Um, over under fifty one and a half. Well, see, here's here's what you gotta do. You gotta bet that line right now because I don't think Vegas has heard. Uh, Alan Lazard was at practice today. He's still not officially Either off way. the IR, but he, it's not off the table. Either way, no no practice today for um, King. Mike, Mike, no, I'm saying ours. Mike, oh. Mike, Mike Hughes, Holton Hill, Cam Danzer was put on the COVID. Because uh, I guess someone in his family or household or someone got it or there was some Ngakwe symptoms. Gakwe has been traded. Well, and Gakwe's already gone. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Gakwe was traded. Um, <laughs> kind of a Andre Patterson, our defensive line coach and co-defensive coordinator. <laughs> it's kind of a funny quote that he had about him. I don't know if you saw that where he... What was it? He was basically know. saying, like, they asked him about it and he, he was pretty blunt where he said, you know, you know, Yannick was someone that, like, he came in and... You know, we, we had a lot of high expectations, high hopes for him. And, you know, he came in and did the best job he could, um, you know. And we kind of found that we, you know, he was he was a good pass rusher. We kind of find that we do things a little different when it comes to how we, how we like, techniques we learn and, and do all that. And things that he had learned before. So that was a bit of a struggle that he had. Especially because, like, he was now nowhere to be found on the run defense. No. Which is like our defensive linemen were not, they're not one to, like they're just defensive linemen. They're mm-hmm. they're good they're good to great in pass rush and run stopping. Like that's that and that's just Andre Patterson. That that's mm-hmm. what we've had for my whole lifetime. So it's like that's not a shock to hear, but I was like, wow, that's pretty candid. But I was like, all right. I mean, and, and Daniil Hunter, I think, has yeah, Daniil Hunter, yeah, Daniil Hunter had surgery yesterday. Very successful to repair a herniated disc in his neck. Um, I'm not. Is he done you know, for the rest. Of the he's season? done. Yeah, he's done for the rest okay. of the year. Which I I thought it was already news. I thought they already have like confirmed that because like they, I thought they already said that. But 
I guess it was official official today. Um, well, Crosby was a did not practice. Yeah. And Jones um, and Kevin King, those are the three. And, and I don't, it's looking like Jones probably going to be, the way LaFleur talked about it, he says he's like, and also realizing this game's not really necessary for him to be there for, just because Jamal did fine and... Yeah, I just worry that now that Jefferson is integrated into the office, that we're going to need two corners. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you're talking about Jones. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking King. For oh, some no. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that... Uh, Jones... It, we're down to like... It seemed we like brought a, in two guys, two new corners we signed like this week. and I mean, he traveled to Houston down. last week. He didn't suit up, but I think he could. But I think you're right. They may choose to won't. play it safe. Just, yeah. Realizing there's bigger fish to fry this season, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. The, the one I'm most worried about, I mean, Crosby. I don't, I, I hope that's not. I, he's a kicker. I, they don't usually have serious injuries, you know. The one I'm most worried about is Kevin King, because you know, mm-hmm. like I, like I was just saying that now that there's two what, distinct. What I will threats, say is, you know, as 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 great as Jair Alexander has played this year, he is a bad his track record against Adam Thielen when guarding him. Only so it's. I'm I'm curious to see where they move him mm-hmm. if they want who they pick to put him on. Like, is it he's like he could be in his own? You know, this year that he wasn't the last couple, which is could be very I, true. I, I think what they would do, and what they're probably going to do, is they're going to have Jair hopefully follow um, Jefferson. No, Thielen. I think they're going to have Jair follow Thielen, and Jefferson is going to get kind mm-hmm. of a committee, assuming Kevin King is out because Jefferson is. Bigger than Thielen, right? He's like a taller, bigger guy. They usually have Kevin King take like an inch or like, so. Not like Jair wise. takes Godwin, and Kevin King took Mike Evans. You know, like Kevin King takes the bigger, more physical. He took Julio, and Jair took Ridley. You know, oh, so it was at, wait. Yeah, I think I misspoke earlier. It was Godwin. Godwin had a pretty good game. I'm pretty sure. Not against Jair, he didn't. That, that that's that I saw. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought it was Mike Evans. You were saying because Evans Evans didn't do shit. Uh, let me look, because I could be wrong, too. That might have that might have been flipped for that game. I don't know. I have it saved. That's how we find out. I saved too many things. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess Godwin didn't have that great. He only gave me 7 of 48, so, like, that's... Or, no, 5 of 48. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's not even... Either, either way, whoever we was on, yeah. it was a good game. I mean, they did beat you with their... They're mm-hmm. passing it of those two guys. Yeah, so like it all around. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how that goes. I hope King can play, but the dude is just made of glass. So I don't know. Okay, here it is. So zero targets, zero receptions for Ridley. One target, zero receptions for Evans. One target, zero receptions for Fuller. Last three weeks, that's what it was. Curious to see how many snaps he had against them because targets are targets, but. Yeah. Snaps, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, um, Ridley goosed against the Packers. Right. You know, he had nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see Cook back. Uh, he should be. He's had, you know, two full weeks. I think he's, the the consensus that he'll be yeah, back. I, he was still on the practice. He was still on the injury report, but I think he was a full participant. So, but he, he just kind of has to be on there. I think right now is this injury anything like a hamstring where there's a risk of re-injury? No, or no. I, I don't it, know it, it was it was an, it was it was an adductor strain. So yeah. that's that's inner thigh, mm-hmm. um, and it was just it was just a strain. There was no and like the hamstring we had last year 
made sense because that's that's a that's the most common injury after an ACL tear mm-hmm. because that it weakens you know your hamstring gets added you know weight and tension is just weaker than well, after having a knee repair surgery yeah and then your hamstring also you know it's one of those things where you can come back early but then you're going to make it worse potentially right. Right. over and over again yeah and so that's what kind of Thielen had a, like last year too like it's the only time he's ever like missed time was mm-hmm. Sammy last year um but I don't know. I I'm not. I I'm curious to see how how we do. Um, obviously, trade deadline is tomorrow. If you're hearing this, it's today. Um, if you're listening on when this is published, um, I don't. Ex- I, all the rumblings are saying moves could happen. I could only maybe seeing Riley Reef moved for a salary dump, as well as maybe do the Eagles or something where give somebody Drew Samia for a bag of chips. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we get Elfline back this week. Thank. I can't believe I'm saying this. Thank God, because that's how bad our two guards have been: Dakota Dozier and Drew Samia. They've been terrible. Um, Wait, so who's he going to replace? Probably Samia. De- probably yeah. Dakota Dozier. Because mm, it, 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 it unless unless Reef is Drew Samia wasn't playing last week. It was Cleveland that went in rookie. Oh, made his debut. Um, who originally was drafted to be Reef's replacement, um, which I want him to get over to tackle as soon as possible. Because I want him to be really good at tackle, which is what we drafted him for. So yeah, ideally. we'll see. Um, I don't know. We'll see how this game goes. I'm not optimistic. Like it's we're one in five. One in yeah, one in five. I was gonna say I, I'll put I think, myself down as cautious. I think it's, I think it's a win win honestly for me because it's like our Vikings fans because we lose helps our draft position. We win, we don't go zero and two against you guys this year. And like okay, we'll get two wins. And that's fine. And yeah. it makes. Hurts you guys more, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I, I, I definitely view it as a win-lose situation. Yeah, I, I would imagine <laughs> you do. I mean, because you're, you know, needing as many wins as possible. We're at the top of the NFC North, baby. Yeah, thanks to the Bears. Um, uh, Bears. All right, another another one. Speaking of the Bears, uh want to highlight is the Saints-Bears. I think this is a prove-it game for both teams. Yeah, I like if you would have told me this game at the start of the season, I'd have, I would have been Saints all the way. Yeah. I don't know now. Saints need to build up some confidence with people. I don't, and it's in Chicago. What's the line? The line, like? it's, it's uh, minus four for the Saints. Um, and 43 is the over-under. Pretty low. I don't disagree. It's probably the lowest over-under. The Bears have a good defense and a bad offense. It is. And, yeah, I mean. Or, did I say it backwards? They have a bad offense and a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, and, I, and Michael Thomas again didn't practice today. Um, what is it about wide receivers, man? I don't know. They're crazy. O- so- oh, we even mentioned Odell. Odell tore his ACL, ACL after the season. Uh, that's tough. He was actually yeah. having like a really good year. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Baker went off, though, so that's good. Yeah, we didn't even mention about Baker. No. Um, Stefanski keeps the train rolling. Uh, you are zero and two against me in the AFC, so that's pretty cool. You got Joe Burrow though, so you know. Yeah, well, Baker was feeling dangerous the other day. Yeah, well, Joe Burrow had a cigar during the game, and it wasn't in college. Idea. No, it was after the game. Oh. This one was during. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, I think this is a proven game. Both teams got a. I would just love play well. Last... Often the Bears' offense really needs to play. Their defense. Has played well, like considering mm-hmm. their offense has been abysmal 
Um, Last week I said I no longer care if the Bears win or lose because I was just done being mad about something like something so like you know weird and coincidence late and stuff like that. I I care again now. They've lost. I I care deeply. Well, it's also one of those things like you guys haven't played each other yet, which is weird. We don't play each other for a while, which is weird because we're seven games in or seven weeks into the season, and usually by now, like especially like. I feel like for the NFC North, at least, we've all played at the each yeah, team we, once. We don't play until week 12. Yeah, we haven't. And then I think again week 14. The fact that both of our teams have played. Because yeah. you guys have you played, you guys played the Lions. We've played the Lions once. All right, so we've only played one division game so far. Like, we haven't played the Bears yeah, week or the Lions week yet. Week 17, Jesus. Which is insane. Um, that's usually how we end it. We've ended the last, like, three or four years against the Bears week 17. And have you guys, like, week 16. Yeah. Um, or week 15. They always do that on purpose to, you know, make it dramatic. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but uh, it's weird. I mean, Nick Foles doesn't look great. No. In my professional opinion. Yeah, no. Neither quarterback. I think I saw they were ranked, like, 32nd and, like, 28 out of, like, 34. Did you see what Foles said about Nagy this week? No. He said, uh, he told somebody in confidence who then leaked it to the media. I think it was like Greasy. And he said, um, yeah, sometimes Nagy will call in plays and I'll be like, yeah, that's not going to work. But there's not enough time left to change it at the line, so I just have to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Ouch. Yikes. Um, Another game I want to spotlight, the last one is 49er Seahawks. Um, this is actually a really good week because there's two more that I was like, are we going to talk about these? Steelers, no. Ravens, Patriots, Bills. Oh, oh, I have Steelers, Ravens too. I have two. Okay. I'm sorry, I skipped over that. Um, so 49ers, Seahawks. Uh, Seattle's favorite three at home, 53 and a half over under. Uh, 49ers could really up their stock if they pull off a win, if they play like they did the week before. Th- this is an example of those Garoppolo games. should not struggle this game. He shouldn't. Shouldn't. He shouldn't. This is a game where you have the unstoppable force yeah. of the Seahawks offense, the immovable object of the Niners defense, and then you have the complete opposite where you have the very stoppable force of the Niners offense yeah. and the very movable object yeah. of the Seahawks defense. Yeah. And I don't know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't I mean I don't know. I think playing playing against Seattle uh, there, there are several I, I, I places. I hit the over. Yeah, I, I there, there are several places out. where no fans really fucking matters, um, and somewhere it doesn't make a difference at all. But like Seattle's probably one of the tops on that list. Top three um, differences yeah. with no fans. Um, I don't know. I, I think like Forty ers have been doubted, kind of been forgotten a lot. Already, especially the NFC and the they, playoffs, and they've all been that. diagnosed and, with the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, which I, I, which is fair. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's They're a very fair three. thing to say. I think I've said that before, and got blown I don't, by the Dolphins. I don't like their chances with how that whole division is shaping up, and how I think that. I just think the the Seahawks and the Cardinals, and even extent to the Rams, just have looked better. Mm-hmm. Just be and it just injuries. Like the the Niners are probably one of the most complete rosters or one of the better rosters in the NFL. They got fifteen they, running backs that are all fine. They've like, just been decimated. So yeah. you know more so than others. So I I don't know. I I think this could be a huge boost for their whole season going forward. The way uh, their division goes, I think the Niners will win just because chaos. Yeah, of course. 
the Cardinals beat the Niners. The Niners beat the Seahawks. Yeah. The Cardinals beat the Seahawks. The winner of this division. Like, the winner of this division will probably be win like eleven or twelve games. Mm-hmm. They probably won't get the one seed, but they're probably you could even go in saying like they're probably better than they're they're going more. to give you a like a division winner that's better than their that's better than their record, and they're going to give you a like the best of the three wild cards. Yeah, for sure. Most you know certainly. Yeah, and then the other game which we're kind of alluded to. Um, Steelers at Ravens. Uh, Baltimore's favored three and a half, over under 46 and a half. The Ravens, they're five and one, but I feel like they shouldn't, like, I, I don't know why, but because, like, when I look at their scores, I'm like, oh, they're winning handily. Granted, like, I feel like they're not really playing that good of teams. Like, yeah, they beat the Browns well, 38-6, mm-hmm. Texans 33-16, lost the Chiefs 34-20, but I feel like that game was a lot more than... 3420. Yeah. Uh beat Washington 3117, beat the Bengals 273, beat the Eagles. Well, how do they have this easy of a record or easy of a schedule? Easy of a schedule. Well, it, it you, really tightens up though going down. It really tightens going down the stretch, but also the one really the one that I want to point out and I understand it's a cherry picking one game out of six, but it's the most recent game. Ravens Eagles two point conversion yeah. is the difference between overtime in that game and then who knows what happens. Yeah. I mean the Browns win is impressive. The Bengals win just, you know, from a defensive standpoint and, you know, the point differential. But, I mean, the Browns, not a great team. They were better week one than they are now even. And the Bengals, again, a team with a lot of problems. Eagles, team with a lot of problems, and suddenly, what happened? Yeah, and- only beating Washington 31-17. Grant, I think Riviera-Washington is, is, is ever also um, hats off to Ron Rivera for being... Uh, cancer in remission. Whoop, whoop. Um, big whoop whoops for that. Uh, didn't miss a single game, which is insane. Um, but yeah, like their their schedule, it's hard because like it's, this, you, this we haven't had a benchmark. Game. We haven't really had like mm-hmm. a thing to to put. Like yeah, them be losing the Chiefs pretty handily. Like that game was always in the Chiefs' control, and I, I just feel like you know that's like their big brother anyway. Like, they need to play really well in this next five-game stretch. They have Steelers at Colts, at Patriots, which, get say you want, it's it's going to be on Sunday night. Patriots still have a good defense. Like, I don't care about yeah. what you say there. Like, their defense is still going to play well, I think, against that. And it's Bill Belichick, like, whatever. Primetime and then pass could show up. Then they have Titans and then back at the Steelers. So it's like... This is a very important stretch. This for the is going to be a game that sets a tone for that whole stretch. Yeah. So if they get their doors blown off in this game by a really good Steelers team, that's going to be a huge problem for them. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I worry. I, I, I'm not sold on them yet, which is weird because, like, I'm grand. I, I'm not fully sold on Lamar. I really like John Harbaugh. I think they have a lot of talent on that roster. They keep getting. They just got Ngakwe, obviously. Uh, they signed Dez to their practice squad because that will be cool. That matters. Um, oh yeah. Also, Antonio Brown signs with the Buccaneers, signaling the start of their demise. Yeah, sure. Tom um, Brady has a crush on Antonio Brown. I don't, they played I don't really well. His like two games, one two game because they force fed him targets. He didn't even know the playbook. They were just like, "Hey, go out there and I'll throw it to you." He still made a lot of production. There. Yeah, but that's just gonna like. 
freeze his feet off again or do some crazy bullshit. No, he froze his feet off in Oakland. Dez is going to be halfway inside of, like, an alligator by the end, like, his third week in uh, Tampa Antonio? Bay. Antonio? Or, yeah, whatever. I, I think, like, I think, I, oh, we'll see what LAB is. I don't, I'm not holding out high hopes for that because, like, I don't think they need it. Like, now, I, the thing is that, yeah, they're already loaded on offense. Yeah, so and that's Tyler the, Johnson's starting to build a rapport with Tom Brady. Yeah, Gophers, let's go. for four yards. What up? It's a touchdown. This is a touchdown against the Packers. Yeah. Wait, was it a touchdown this one too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't look that far. Yeah, back to back weeks of touchdowns. All right, well, pick up in fantasy. Um, you know, I don't know. I uh, Ravens proved me wrong. Yeah, I I still think that this. I think the Steelers are the best team in that division. Um, no, I think you're right. I don't know. And I think the Browns are good too. As a diehard Bengals fan, I I think you're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any other games you want to spotlight? I don't really. The rest of them are kind of crappy. No, I mean, briefly, the Patriots-Bills is Maybe interesting. intriguing. Two, we get Tua's debut. Tua's debut. Um, against the Rams. Thoughts, and, thoughts and prayers that's, to Tua. That's playing. Aaron Donald is just, like, He's having a, a buffet dude. of, like, rookies and, like, Alex Smiths. And, like, it's just it's just ridiculous. Like, he... They let all the gazelles with the broken legs into the lion enclosure. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, Patriots-Bills, I think, the beginning of the year, even, like, three or weeks ago, had the prospect of being really good. The Bills... The Bills, the Bills have been stumbled. sputtering a little bit. This could be a get-right game for Bad the Bills. Bad Josh Allen's come to play, or normal... Josh Allen's coming to play. Josh Allen, he he needs to refuel so he can, yeah. so the rocket arm can lift off again. Yeah, otherwise he's gonna have a angry Stefan Diggs subtweeting him. Like he's probably already got that because Stefan Diggs is crazy. Uh, he just he just gets <laughs> in his feels on Twitter. He, yeah, he's That's, a he's a very dramatic boy. Yeah, he gets he gets subtweety on Twitter. That's and he doesn't crazy. run back to the line of scrimmage sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's go into the two-minute drill. Uh, I have four of them. I got four. All right. I'll let you start it off this time, then. All right. Let's see. Ready, set, go. Who is the best team in the NFC East? <laughs> Come on, we gotta get this in for the wire. <laughs> Eagles. That's that's the correct I answer. Guess. That's the correct answer. I mean, I if Dak wasn't hurt, them, the yeah. Cowboys, but the Eagles. Oh no, yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> I agree. say that so not confidently. <laughs> um, how much more leverage does Dak have over the Cowboys now? Uh, with how shitty they've looked. Uh, the limit does not exist. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's just absurd. Ben Gucci belt or whatever his Danucci. name is. Danucci. is gonna, yeah, is going to go out ben there. Ben Danucci. Um, have you seen? Have you seen the Ben Danucci or Kyle Orton? Because they both play with the Cowboys and they look exactly alike when they have helmets <laughs> really? on. No. It's absurd. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah, so with him going out there now, because Andy Dalton, we didn't talk about it, got massacred in like one of the most dirty hits I've ever no seen. No suspension. No. Because, of course not. Although, Harrison Smith's had to go under review if he was going to be suspended for his hit. It's mm. absurd. Mm. It's, it's a shame. absurd. Darn shame. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, he has all the leverage in the entire yeah. world. If, yeah. Uh, Gridiron Heights posted they, their last episode they did yesterday. Uh, they literally were like, it was like the quarterbacks of like the haunted... Quarterbacks of like pass or something, mm-hmm. and they went in there and they were talking and and Foles was asking, um, because it was Dak and he was like, oh like I'm not you know like I'll be back next year you know I can play I'll play with the Cowboys again and he's just like Nick Foles is like well 
have you ever asked yourself, is that what you want? He goes, oh, I've never thought about it like that. <laughs> like, right? Like, come on, man. Yeah, right now, Dex, he deserves be so like much to, better, dude. Oh. Yeah. Right, so, right. yeah, all, all the leverage. Uh, who is the best team in the NFC West? Seahawks. Sorry. It, Russell is... I still give him the, the edge over which, that. Which uniforms are they wearing? I God, I hope it's their navy ones or their blue ones. <laughs> Get, I hate everything else about that. Um, how concerned are you now about the Bears winning the division? Scale of 1 to 10. You were at a, was like at a six? 6 last week. I'm at a 4. Alright, we're done yeah, 2. Alright. Um, does McCarthy get fired before Adam Gase? No. They're not going to fire him. Jerry fire Jones is super sharp. Look what he did with Jason Garrett. Yeah, but McCarthy started his whole career there by like, yeah, I lied in my interview. Like, I don't know. I feel like Jerry's like, wait, what the yeah, fuck? No, I, I, Adam Gase will be fired this season. Um, who's the best team in the NFL right now? AFC and NFC. Just whole in NFL. the NFL right now, it's got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. When they win, it doesn't. Like, I Mahomes mean, doesn't have to do a whole lot. They blew out Denver. And they week. still we, blew we didn't even out. talk about it. He did, yeah, Mahomes did basically nothing. They scored in all first three phases game. First of the game. game. First snow game. First snow. It doesn't count. Not a lot of snow. But, yeah, I don't, they're, still they're just so good. Um, let's see. Will Daniel Jones follow in the footsteps of his father, Eli Manning, and beat Tom Brady this week in primetime? No. <laughs> They're still really bad. <laughs> like, how dare you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> not shot in hell. There's a lot. There's a reason the line is ten and a half, and the overs over under is only forty six. How is the line only ten and a half? That seems it's at the Giants. I don't yeah, know. They're pretty close to win by two touchdowns. I guess I don't know. Um, all right. How many touchdowns do the Packers win by this weekend? Ten points. Some of it's garbage time for the Vikings. Reverse jinx in effect. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's why I asked it. You All right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what if I get it wrong and it's one point and I just keep moving the decimal place to the wrong one like I called the Cardinals game? A tie. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. And and time. Two minutes. Perfect. All right. So kind of went on a little bit. About some games, but either way, we didn't even have Vikings even talk about. Well, that kind of that fully wraps up week seven. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back again next week to recap week eight. Um, I will be happy both ways because I, like I said, win win. So whatever. Um, <laughs> He's lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This has been the Third and Forever Football Podcast. I have been your host, Adam Oz. Joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Elm. Kevin, final words. Elm Zard. Coming back. Coming back.